0: It's a dogcast episode number 121 Dogs Rebels in Athens. And dog fans, let me just say, let me apologize in advance cuz I'm telling you this show is terrible. You probably shouldn't even listen to it. We the sound quality is awful. Old dog is on a cell phone. I I'm I'm sick. I got a fever. This uh oh, this show's awful. This show's awful, so let me just apologize in advance for the low quality of this show. We will be back to our normal level of excellence for the Ole Miss post-game show. Thanks for listening. Dog fans, welcome back to the Dog Cast. It's episode number 121. I am working in the echo chamber today, so you can tell that this is uh, probably not the best sound quality, but I've got Old Dog here. We're doing a little old school with, with the Old Dog today. Old Dog, we got a big game with Old Miss this weekend, a big game for us. Ole Miss is 1-3, they're 0-2 in the SEC, and we are a 15-point favorite. Tell us why we should be worried about Ole Miss.
1: Well, Ole Miss is putting a lot of points up on the board.
0: Absolutely.
1: Uh, even, you know, even though they have they have lost uh, quite a few games, they have put, I think, in their last three games, they've put 30 points apiece.
0: They only um, lost the, They only lost uh, to Florida by six. And,
1: and, 30, and 30, what, 34 against Florida, I think. Now, Florida doesn't have the greatest defense in the world, but... You know they are an SEC team, and uh, they don't have the worst.
0: Hey, they put twenty six points on uh, Florida, and I'm, I said that that opening comment there was a little tongue in cheek because I'm a am really worried. I think fifteen points is a crazy spread on this game. I think that uh, we're going to have our hands full with Ole Miss. They have a very balanced offense. The only part of their game that's not really, you know, up uh, the The part of their game that's the weakest, I would say, is their defense. You know, their defense is ranked 107th out of 119 teams. They're giving up a lot of points. They're giving up a lot of yards. But they got a new quarterback this year, Seth Adams, who has already thrown for 300 yards twice this year. And um, I think these kids can score. And I think coming off that Florida game, only losing by six, I think they believe they can win. And I think they're hungry for a win. Hell, I would have I would've rather them beat Florida than lose to Florida by six, you know?
1: Well and and I think even even in the loss it probably built up their confidence a lot, knowing that they can play and almost win against one of the upper echelon uh teams in the conference. The other thing that we've got I mean, they played us tough last year. I mean we barely got out of Oxford last year with a win. And they were pretty much one dimensional then. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, Brent Schaefer was their quarterback, the transfer from Tennessee, and they were basically just a running team. They didn't throw it much at all. And this year, they're a lot more balanced. This kid, who's a fifth year senior at quarterback, is, I mean, he's passing well. They've got three pretty good uh, receivers. Uh, They're all fairly big. I think they're all over six feet, which. uh, you know give some of our guys a little bit of trouble, and uh you know we're gonna it's gonna be a big test for the for the young kids back there in the backfield no uh, I think Asher allen is getting his <coughs> getting his first starter uh this game.
0: Yeah, that's what I've heard. So, I mean, that's good, you know. I mean, we, we are going to have a big test this week. I mean, Ed Ogeron is one of my favorite coaches in the SEC. I mean, how could you not like Ed Ogeron, you know? We've, we've had a lot of fun with him and, and his, uh, motivational speech capabilities, you know? But, um,
1: Well, think how much we'd like him if we could understand how much more we'd like him if
0: we could understand what he was saying. No doubt, man. Listen, Mississippi's lost 11 in a row against ranked opponents. They've lost 7 in a row against us. They haven't beat a top 25 team since 2004. Um, They have not been a great team when it comes to closing the deal. But this new quarterback they got, he's a senior. His name is Seth Adams, and I'm telling you, Guys, y'all got to be on the lookout for him. They've got a quality quarterback and a quality running back. they got receivers that nobody's ever heard of, but these guys, well, man, these kids the can play. The running
1: has got four names.
0: I know. Uh, yeah.
1: like ben Watson, Green Ellis, or something like
0: that, I think. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I don't know what his name is. I just know he, I think he's from Indiana. I know he's
1: got a lot of them, No Heck, when I first saw it, I thought he was Mexican.
0: I know. <laughs> but man, we do have a big we have a big game this week. It's a really big game. We need to finish stronger. We need to start strong and finish strong this week, you know. We've not had a great week in practice. Coach uh Coach Rick has not had good things to say. He says that our you know, our motivation and our emotion level in practice has not really been that great this week. Um I I'm, I'm hoping that we're not uh going to have a down week or that we're not going to be too you know, worn out from that big win at Alabama last week. You know, that was a big emotional win, old dog. And uh, I don't know, man, what do you think? Do you think our defense is going to be up to it?
1: It was big emotional. Hopefully, you know, know, hopefully the boys can remember back to the South Carolina game too. I mean, you know, we came off of what we perceived as a real big win against Oklahoma State, which, you know, turned out, you know, after a few weeks getting into the season, wasn't really that big win to begin with. And they were probably a little bit down, you know, at that point, too. I don't – I think the team's going to rise up. Uh, I think they realize, you know, this, the big emotional win in Alabama. We've got South Carolina losing. I think most anybody knows South Carolina is not going to run the table, which means if we do, then we're the masters of our own destiny. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we end up with one loss and say Florida has a loss and we think Florida, you know, we're the guy. So, Absolutely. I mean, it's it's in our hands. Another SEC loss, I think, would pretty much kill us. up.
0: Well, I mean. We've
1: got a lot of I mean, we've got a lot of lives I mean, on every game, you know, from now on. And these young kids are just going to have to get out there and, uh, you know, learn on the job and mature as we go along. But I don't think. I don't think that enthusiasm or motivation uh, for this game is going to be a problem.
0: Hmm. I, I hope not. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Um, I'll tell you a couple other things. You know, you talked about uh, Asher Allen getting his first start. Vince Vance is set to get more playing time this week, you know. Um, Vance played in his first game last week, and, you know, you're, we're big fans of Vince Vance. I mean, ever since his his, his film career. He's
1: once got a cinder head we like.
0: <laughs> He's going to get more playing time this week. And in another topic that I know is uh, that we've talked about, I don't think we've talked about on the show that much, but, you know, we've seen more Georgia players – have their helmet come off this year than I've seen probably in the last 10 years combined. And specifically, Danell Ellerby has had, his helmet has come off 10 times in, in the, in the games we've played this year so far. So the the news is Ellerby has a new helmet this week that supposedly is not coming off. I think they've had it surgically grafted onto his head, but, um, we're going to be well, seeing a lot less of or something. Yeah, we're going to see a lot less Ellerby's face and a lot more of his face mask and his helmet, you know. Because really, it's pretty scary. I mean, you know, players might think it's cool, fans might think it's cool, but really, we don't need a linebacker running around without a helmet, you know? Because <laughs> we don't need any kind of, we don't need injuries like that, you know. So Ellerby's got a new helmet this week. What do you think? What do you think about the keys to victory this week? Then what do we need to do?
1: Well, I think the. You know, it's pretty much, I think, the same thing that we did against offensively, the same thing we did against Alabama. Uh, I think until, which we did not prove against Alabama, but we got better at it, I think everyone is still going to play Georgia. Their first rule on defense is to stop the run. And we're going to have to prove that we can pass and catch before they're going to quit stacking the box. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I would love to see Coach Bobo come out again. Uh, on our first offensive series, like he did against Alabama, let's start throwing some little short passes. Uh, you know, maybe some of these tunnel screens to the receivers. Uh, maybe you know, hit NoShawn or Thomas Brown out of the backfield. But let's try to loosen that up so they're not putting seven, eight guys up there in the box. Again, if we can continue the ball control that we did in the Alabama game, that's great because the only way Mississippi is going to score pretty much as if their offense is on the field. And the less time they're out there, the better it is for us. Defensive-wise, the line's been playing good. Uh, I think we're pretty stout against the run, but Mississippi's throwing the ball all over the place, and I would love to see Coach Martinez maybe change stuff up a little bit so we don't have the opposing team's wide receivers wide open over the middle.
0: Well, I agree. We've got to stop their pass. You know, and the good news is for our passing game is that, like I said, Ole Miss is not even ranked in the top 100 against the pass. They give up a lot of passing yards. So hopefully it can be another step in the confidence level and, the, you know, the return for confidence. You know, Trip Chandler this week. Trip Chandler says he knows he, – <laughs> this, is, how, this is for a quote here, old dog. Tripp Chandler knows he has to step up his game. Uh, you know, in the in the category of thank you, Captain Obvious, Trip Chandler says he knows he's gotta step up his game. He's quote, definitely gotta improve. So, uh, you know, it seems that Trip Chandler's right on top of all of his problems, you know what I mean? He knows exactly what needs to be done. Um, do you think Trip Chandler's gonna be able to get it done against uh Ole Miss's pass defense this week?
1: No. I think Krip Chandler shot and should never play another down for the University of Georgia.
0: <laughs> I tell you what, I'm ready to see some more Bruce Figgins, any, man.
1: Any any play any play he's involved in is a waste.
0: Man, boy, that is that's hardcore. That is hardcore. I like that. Um, how about Asher Allen getting his first start? But in addition to Asher Allen possibly getting his first start. Prince Miller might be getting his first start too, man. Prince got a majority of the snaps this week. We're looking at Asher Allen, Prince Miller this week, both getting their starts. That would be amazing. You
1: you know, again, it just goes back to the youth and talent that we have back there. And this is probably one, if not the best, uh, athletic team that Coach Rick has ever had. Mm -hmm. The biggest drawback to these guys is they are just so daggone young. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, we just don't have that playing experience, you know, behind them. But, again, you know, there's only one way to get playing experience. And, you know, along me like Tripp Chandler, that's the point.
0: No kidding. And, you know, Thomas... That's
1: only obvious.
0: Well, you look at, uh, you know, Thomas Flowers hasn't been a standout at defensive back this year by any means. So, uh, you know, if Prince Miller does get the start, it'll be at Thomas Flowers' expense, you know, who is a senior... But, uh, you know, he just hasn't been standout, and if all things being equal, I'd rather have kids like Asher Allen and Prince Miller getting experience, you know? If everybody's playing yeah. the same, we might as well be getting some experience.
1: Oh, absolutely, because cause those boys are going to improve.
0: Mm-hmm, absolutely. They're definitely going to improve. Prince is not going to get taller, though. That's the only problem. No. That's, no, that,
1: that's true. Maybe we can put lifts in his cleats or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, uh, we did have a pretty good – we had a pretty good practice yesterday. Thursday's practice was better. Um, Craig is uh, – by the way, let's talk about Craig Lumpkin because I know a lot of people want to know about Craig Lumpkin. Um, Craig Lumpkin is going to be uh, – he's still got this little cast thing on his hand. So, he is not going to – he's probably not going to be playing this week. So, old dog, you're hanging in there, man.
1: special teams. He played special teams against Alabama.
0: I know, but he's not going to be carrying the ball. I'm talking about as a back – he's got his little uh, – Coach Rick says he's clubbed up because he's got this club on his hand. He's not well, going to be now, carrying the ball in the backfield. That
1: the fans want to know, is it this game or is it the Troy game? Where you and I parade out to the G at halftime.
0: <laughs> it's the Troy game,
1: okay. so it's coming up.
0: It's coming up. So we're going to see what happens here. Really because, soon,
1: because he is in. And as I've said before, when old dog's wrong, old dog is wrong. And when he needs to pay up, he needs to pay up. So be be looking for uh, be looking for a little exposure on the G at halftime of the Troy game. <laughs> and I'll make. I have on
0: plenty of chapstick. I tell you, I'm not, I'm just not excited about this whole deal. I'm going (laughs) to be, I'm scared to death, man. Um, Keontae Tripp making great gains at offensive tackle, by the way. Since he moved over from defensive end, he's getting more reps, needs more reps. He's been in two games this year against Oklahoma State and Western Carolina, but, um, you know, he's coming along. I think by the by the Troy game, I think Keontae Tripp is gonna be in the regular rotation at offensive line. And I think this offensive line just continues to get better. I think they really played great last week and I think Stacy Searles is really uh getting that getting it together, man. You know, if we can get Haverkamp.
1: Uh, he, he has done a lot with uh, you know, very limited talent.
0: No doubt. No doubt. I mean, but if we can get Haverkamp back in there, um, you know, get his ankle healed up, get him back in the rotation, get some more tr- things for Keontae trip, some more snaps for Keontae trip. Um, I was pleased. I just want the offensive line to keep growing. They've got to keep getting better. We don't need a setback at this time, you know. And I'm hoping this weekend is not going to be the weekend for setbacks. We gave up no well, right. sacks last week.
1: Well, and that's gonna be that's gonna be a biggie this week because and I can't remember the guy's name, but they've got a sophomore uh defensive end that is a tall guy, already has something like thirty tackles, five or six sacks, uh and he's a little undersized. I mm-hmm. mean he may be he's a lot taller than Marcus Howard, but kind of along that line I mean he's gonna come on he's like two hundred and fifty pounds and he comes off that end hard and is a speed rush guy. So I think the offensive line is going to have a little more problem uh, this week with the Mississippi defensive line than they did against Alabama.
0: Man, I hope I hope I hope, you're, I hope they have a harder time, but I hope they're able to handle it. You know, I want them to keep getting pushed yeah. and keep improving, but I hope they're really able to handle it. You know. Um, we're just going to find out. It's, it's going to be tough. It's, it's a big game. I don't want our dog fans to take this game lightly. I don't want the fans in the stands. You know how, because you know, old dog, some weeks the fans are up, some weeks they aren't up. And I hate those weeks when I want them to be up and they're not. And I'm really hoping this is not well, one of those I, weeks.
1: Well, I think we got a couple things going for us. fan wants. I think the fans are going to be excited and give the team a real, real good cheer When they come in, you don't have that huge win we had down in Alabama. Uh, The other thing is, I mean, this game in Televost, it's not even on pay for view Right. So any Georgia fan that wants to see the game is going to be there. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's not going to be a Western Carolina thing. Stadium's going to be packed.
0: You're absolutely uh, right. You
1: know, I think those two will do it. It's it's traditional, one one o'clock start. You know, band back in the day. That's when they all kicked off for me.
0: One more thing we want to cover, dog fans. You know, old dog. Yesterday, Larry. No, actually, I'm sorry. Today, I was I was thinking it's Saturday already. I'm I'm fast forwarding to game day today, Friday, September 28th. Larry Munson's 85th birthday. Wish a happy birthday to Larry Munson. Turning 85 today. How about that, man?
1: May his eighty fifth year have give a more positive outlook on things.
0: I tell you what, man, if I made it, if I make it to eighty five, you know, I would how can I you not no be way positive?
1: You ain't gonna hit it.
0: <laughs> I know exactly. Ain't no way, man. All right, dog fans. Uh that's gonna be about it, dog fans. Uh old dog, you got anything else?
1: No, that's about it. I mean, we just need to come out, play hard, uh offense needs to control the ball, open up with uh you know, let's open up, establish the passing game. That's going to help the running game. I want to see a lot of Noshawn, and uh, let's just hope that those young defensive backs can, uh, you know, defend because when Mississippi has the ball, they're going to be winging it.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. We've got to really play tough defense this weekend. This week's going to be all on uh, John Gutierrez. I mean, John... God, I'm losing my is mind. Yeah, that is. <laughs> John Gutierrez is my attorney. This week, (laughs) my head is just not in the game, dog fans. What am I talking about? This, not Willie. I I got these these Hispanic names, man. John Gutierrez is my attorney. Willie Martinez is my defensive coordinator. You know, I mean. (laughs) Maybe they should sweat. (laughs) Maybe they should. Because I tell you what, when it comes to protection schemes, my guy John Gutierrez is on top of it, you know. Oh, dog fans. He's come up big for you
1: in the past, I know.
0: I tell you what, he's come up big for me in the past. Listen, we're not making any fun of uh, Coach Ogeron in this show. I want you to know, we're not playing the Colonel Reb is Crying song, but you can bet your bottom dollar that if we win this game, when we win this game this weekend, I will play the Colonel Reb is Crying, the Coach O theme song, because I think it's just about the funniest thing in the world. Plus... I'm gonna add a video to the website about Coach O that I think you guys will really like. But we only do that when we win. We don't trap I'm not i am not going to try to talk any trash before before we get the W. I don't make fun of the other team's coach before we get the W. So That's let's, right. Let's get our work done on Saturday and then we'll play a little on Sunday. Old dog, take us out of here, man.
1: Man, that's it! Another another great episode of the Dogcast. Um,
0: <laughs> if you, you say know. so, this this well, is this well, is not is. a good show. Oh, old we'll dog. do a,
1: we'll do a lot better Sunday.
0: <laughs> this is a very mechanical, methodical, not a very good show. I just want to let me apologize for the sound quality, for the content. I don't know. Everything's bad. Yeah, we're everything's just everything's going against us. We're we're just bad today. We're bad dog fans. I I'm sorry for the substandard product, but you know, you get what you pay for, you know? You get what you pay for and today right. we're we're marked down, we're in the clearance bin today. So, uh dog fans. We are, we are gonna be at the game we though. Really pay you to hey, are we doing the uh are we doing the um the bachelor party tomorrow. This weekend's our bachelor party with the West Point guy. The listeners up from uh, up north. So. We're, we're supposed to go yeah. to the Dogcast bachelor party. I don't know. We got to find out about that, dog fans. We may have some audio for you from the bachelor party itself, from deep from after the game tomorrow night. We're supposed to go to a bachelor party, so we're in on that, dog fans. Thanks for listening, Dogs Rebels. One o'clock. Not on TV, just on the radio. Listen to Larry Munson in one of his final games and uh, pull the dogs through to victory if you can't be at the stadium. Dog fans, we'll be back on Sunday with the postgame show, and I promise we'll be more funny and a lot less mechanical. That's it, dog fans. Yeah, a lot more lively. Old dog, you got anything for us? Take us out of here.
1: No, man, that's it. We just, let's get out there, let's beat the Rebels, and uh, move on up to Knoxville.
0: Go dogs.